0: This week on The Inches, I chat with Brett Ehrlich, VP of Sponsorships at UCI Live Events, a new event company that Univision puts out, to chat a little bit about how Univision is getting into the youth sports scene. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of The Inches podcast that looks at sports sponsorship and how technology and digital is shifting the way we think about assets as well as selling that sponsorship i'm your host nick lawson the host here at the inches the creator of the inches as well as a company called squad sports that helps sports teams use digital to add more digital assets to their sponsorship packages this week is a great episode we've been chatting with a lot of teams Um, but we kind of shifted it a little bit with Brett. Brett Ehrlich is the VP of Sponsorships and a brand new live events company, UCI Live Events, which is a company put out by Univision, the TV network and media company. It really looks at live events and putting on live events, obviously to show on TV, but to engage people within that space. The live events part of it especially within sports sponsorship, is really intriguing. But what I really love about this week is we've shifted into a market that's very, very big within youth sports. Um, we chat a little bit with Brett, and you'll hear it, about how youth sports are now more accessible with some of the easy-to-stream Um, you know software out there and streaming is very easy um, but a huge huge demographic we've seen it with the Low league world series now we're starting to see it with other sports really excited for what not only brett has going on with uci live events and what they're doing and how they're thinking about this but this episode he kind of dives into that entire model That entire zone, what this industry can be, how big can it be? So, again, a little bit shift from some of the pro teams, but I love, love the content here. And some of this content can even be pushed towards uh, some of the pro teams that we chat with. So, again, great episode. Make sure you listen all the way through. Thanks so much, Brett, for your time here. Really appreciate it. Without further ado, here is Brett Ehrlich. VP of Sports Sponsorships at UCI Live Events, or VP of Sponsorships, not just sports, at UCI Live Events, to chat a little bit about the youth space. Awesome. Well, I'm here with Brett Ehrlich, um, the Vice President of Sponsorship Sales at uh, Univision Communications uh, and their Live Events Department. Uh, So, Brett, thanks so much for for joining us this morning. Really excited to kind of dive into uh, that piece. A little bit different than some of the teams we chat with, but obviously a huge sponsorship uh, side to it.
1: Yeah, thanks, Nick. Really uh, excited to be part of this uh,
0: podcast. Awesome. Well, yeah, you know, probably not a lot of viewers know about kind of the the live event side for for Univision, but um, you know, can you tell me a little bit about UCI Live, what you guys kind of do within the sporting world, and and how that got going. You know, it seems like a it was pretty recently uh, for that growth.
1: Yeah, so UCI Live was created about eighteen months ago as our in-house experiential marketing division. And really, it was a consolidation of a lot of the efforts that we were already doing, but we wanted to create this umbrella brand to roll up all of the different events that we're doing across the company. And this covers sports, it covers music, it covers lifestyle. So really, everything we're doing is now under the UCI Live umbrella. And really, what we're doing is working with brands to connect them with the loyal community that we have, both through existing properties, then the fun part is creating new live events that work across the different verticals that I mentioned. Um, And we're really going to market reversing the expected conversation that people have with a media company. So instead of the traditional path of leading with media and adding experiential on, we're leading with experiential, then using all the different media and outlets that we have to amplify the different events that we are producing.
0: That's awesome. I mean, you know, any more today. Obviously, media is a big thing, but you know, live events is where people are being pulled to, and uh, in, in you know, wanting to go engage with. So I think that's that's awesome. Sort of as a media company to kind of flip it and get people you know excited about the live events being there and doing all that. Um, you know, it seemed like one of the, one of the big sort of events you do is is in youth uh soccer or football with uh, the Prospect Cup. Um is that, you know, is that kind of a, a pretty big event for you guys getting you know, going forward uh in and, and how has that process been?
1: Yeah, really what our mission is is to Launch one to two new properties a year. So for 2017, the Prospects Cup, uh, our new youth soccer tournament that I'll talk about in a second, was really the the key focus in terms of getting that off the ground. Um, and we're we're still moving full steam ahead with the 20, 2018 edition of the Prospects Cup, but. Uh, also working on a couple other ideas for 2000 uh and 18 to launch one of them tied to another passion point for our audience which is food with a multi-market food festival that we are calling Deliciosos so we're pretty excited about that but you know really really um, excited for what we did with the Prospects Cup last year, and we used the Little League World Series as the model. Unapologetically, we um, have uh, utmost respect for that property and, and what it means to the sport of baseball and really <laughs> wanted to create the, the same version of that for soccer. Uh, it's something that I, I know um it seems so obvious that it hasn't existed previously but it took a lot of coordination a lot of efforts and uh we as a company are uniquely positioned to bring it to market
0: definitely no that's like like you said when i when i saw the video it made total sense especially with some of the big world powers um within soccer uh, but really excited, you know, obviously to have that in the US and, and as soccer is, uh, or football is growing in this in this country, it's great to kind of have that passion inbound, uh, get a lot of kids playing. Um, so that's very, very exciting. So, you know, youth sports is, you know, a huge demographic. A lot of people don't know kind of how big that demographic industry is. How do you guys within the sponsorship realm Uh, really attack that market? Um, What excites you about it? And how can you guys sort of connect, you know, either brands with, you know, the families or attendees and and get those brands to kind of come in and, and spend those dollars with you?
1: Yeah, it definitely represents a huge area of opportunity. It also has a lot of challenges, and and so it takes a certain amount of expertise and, and delicate touch to navigate through the overall youth sports world. Certain brands, you mentioned youth sports, they're gonna they're gonna close the door and, and run the other direction and that's completely understandable. Um, a, a lot of categories out there, you know, the the obvious ones that that don't want to touch the, the youth market, um, you know, are not on our overall prospect list for what we're doing. But for those brands who are really looking to engage with the huge audiences that are participating in and viewing and consuming content around youth sports, it, it's it's a complete. Uh, open canvas for us. And what we like about it is it's just an underserved community from a sponsorship lens. So um, we've had uh, a ton of great partnerships to date and and are in the marketplace, you know, every day talking to to different brands about things that we can do. And unlike professional sports and and other things you, you see out there, it really is just about providing this unbelievable experience for the kids. So the smiles at the end of the day, win, lose, or draw, um we, we want to make sure that brands are associated with the the competitive, but also the sportsmanship and everything that goes into the, the world of youth sports.
0: Definitely. Now, you know, on this podcast and in general, the big thing is digital, right? Digital is consuming the world, has been for a couple of years, but especially within sponsorship. Um, how do you guys at, at the live events at UCI kind of storytell with those sponsorships or storytell with technology on that sponsorship, ingrain it, make it authentic. Uh, and really, you know, sponsors are coming and saying, I want digital assets. How are you guys able to kind of infuse that into what you all do, uh, at these live events?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think technology has enabled youth sports content to be prevalent because every kid and or their parent becomes their own individual producer. So they're, they're standing there with their own devices and, producing content day in and day out on the sidelines. But you know, more importantly, especially for what we do, the cost to produce broadcast quality live events continues to go down. And the opportunities are only to continue to bring this type of programming to both large media companies like ours, but but also to different extensions. So I think on these different OTT platforms that are already out there and, and soon to launch, you're going to see a lot more youth sports content because it's cheaper to produce, it's easy to produce, and there's a tremendous amount of it out there um, in the world. So that's great. And then take it a step further. And it really then presents opportunity for people to think about the sponsorship implications and the way to get brands wrapped around it. So, you know, whereas the world seems to be going crazy right now with connecting with esports. We think youth sports is another one of these areas where um, huge growth opportunity in the future because the content is really
0: unlimited. Yeah, I mean, when I played uh, when I played football, the the streaming was a VHS tape or a DVD that you could buy from a vendor after after a game. It was mailed, you know, three weeks. So that's I'm excited about this space. I'm excited where um, technology can allow more accessibility uh, and then for sponsors to latch onto that. As far as live, I also think yeah, go ahead
1: uh, sorry cut you, I, I also think it becomes a little bit of a of a test lab for mm. things that can be done in traditional sports, so Absolutely. because it is that blank canvas, you know in most cases you don 't have heavy restrictions in terms of what you can or can 't do. Uh, the number one criteria that we would use is is athlete safety um, mm-hmm. and then also protecting the um, the amateur aspect of of all the events that the participants are a part of, but you know, beyond that, it, it's a great place for us to try unique camera positions. Uh, do branding in, in places you wouldn't necessarily expect to see it, using drones to provide coverage and, and angles that you wouldn't get elsewhere, putting fitness trackers on players or officials. So things that you're starting to see, um, obviously, in traditional sports, but we have a lot more latitude to be able to work that in at the youth sports level.
0: Absolutely. No, I was just chatting with a client the other day about doing some Facebook Live video, and you know the league owns all of those rights so it's very limited in that innovation. Um, and, you know, this is, again, like you said, an arena where obviously you, you want to keep them, their amateur status, but you can do a lot more things and be, be really productive. Um, so that's a great point. I didn't even think about kind of that side. Um, looking at kind of live events in digital, obviously when, when a, when a participant or, uh, you know, a family or whatever is at these live events, you want to keep them engaged with the live atmosphere, maybe not necessarily be on their phone the whole time, but you obviously understand that 90% of our time is on our smartphones. You know, how do you guys kind of approach, you know, integrating technology so it's authentic, it's not messing with the experience, but enhancing it on that side?
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of great technology out there that can really do that. Uh, personally, I'm a big fan of seamless fanfest experiences, so using RFID and other technology to create that frictionless environment where family members can go in, and, and whether it's doing pop a shot or you know kicking a penalty shot at a soccer game and experiencing all these different activation statement stations. Um, in one environment that doesn't take a lot of time, you know, not a lot of waiting out there. Um, we're volunteering to give our data to these brands because we want our families to be able to participate in it. I, I think that's, you know, a huge area for all sporting events and and music events and everything else is to create that on-site experience that's just going to keep people entertained every step along the way um, and utilizing technology in the right way to provide value so if i'm going to give you my data if i'm going to sign up for this you know what am i going to get in return am i going to get extra access through this vip lane am i going to get some sort of preferred discount um for a product that I would likely be buying anyway. So it's sort of combining the benefit to the consumer with the, uh, with enhancing the onsite experience by creating these mechanisms.
0: Yeah, definitely. Now I ask this question a lot um, just with clients, but also on this podcast, obviously technology is changing sponsorship. um, But, you know, within that process with sponsorship sales, integrating what kind of hasn't changed even though there's an introduction of technology into the kind of the industry and the space?
1: It's a great question and I think that really comes down to one of the biggest challenges of the industry overall. If your product isn't designed or at a place where it can entertain and engage the consumers, then the sponsorship's not going to matter. It's the passion that's going to be able to elevate any partnership and, and what's needed to pay it off from an ROI standpoint. So whether you're at a venue, on a device, as you mentioned, 90% of the people looking down at the device or in someone's living room, if the audience doesn't feel that connection to the team, the league, the event, then the brand messages are going to either feel forced or they're going to fall flat, but that's, that's never going to change. If people are not interested in the events that, that you have, uh, it doesn't matter you know, what you're going to do. The sponsorship dollars are not going to pay off for them.
0: Definitely. Um, yeah. And, you know, sort of a big piece of that that you kind of touched on is what we find a lot is partners are looking for digital, but, you know, more so than just, hey, we'll do some social stuff. How can we integrate that into the experience so it's seamless, it's authentic, and it fits kind of the both goals, right? The goals of the sponsor, the goal of the fan, and and all of that. And I think that's really what's lost in a lot of today's... Um, you know, sponsorship talks or even talking with partners has, has been that side of technology should be, uh, I wouldn't say a crutch, but just a piece of the tool to kind of amplify um, that side of it uh, as well. Um, moving on, kind of kind of looking at the next five years, and especially I would love to get your take within youth sports, obviously within, you know, within professional sports or college sports, there's the VR, there's the AR, there's, you know, all these different things but, within youth sports, kind of what technology you know is is really exciting you over the next five years within not only engagement at these live events but also kind of the sponsorship sales side.
1: I, I think it's the production quality that I was talking to before, so it's just so much easier to set up incredible production uh, equipment at a youth soccer field, at a basketball tournament, at a youth lacrosse event and be able to provide multiple angles and everything else, and that's going to continue to, to get better and better. I've, you know, I've seen a, a bunch of the new technology out there, and, it, and it's definitely going to be a game changer. So it, it's that ability to set up shop, produce that content, and get it out there uh, is really, really important. And I think from a, an athlete's standpoint, I think the more that, that VR-type training mechanisms can come into place that are going to eliminate some of the wear and tear on these athletes – I think that's going to be super incredible for the development as well. So we talk about you know these uh, the, the kids today, and I, I've got my own seven-year-old twin daughters uh, at home, and you know right now we're thinking about lacrosse and soccer and swimming and golf and tennis. I mean, the, the fact that these kids are all participating in so many different events simultaneously, the the more that we could provide these skills to them without actually having them on the field of play, risking injury and, and everything else is, is going to be really, really beneficial to the youth game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Especially with, with how long, you know, careers are now. I mean, just talking about you know, kids starting off at five years old um, and, and playing, you know, if they go pro all the way through um, kind of taking down those, those brutal reps, but also increasing kind of what they see, Um, Do you kind of see youth sports, this is a question I just thought of, do you see youth sports ever kind of getting to that level of pro sports as far as the visibility, the huge sponsor deals, obviously not the payment side, but um, do you kind of see that progressing and how fast do you see that progressing with the ability to stream and have good quality?
1: I'd like to think that it, it will certainly continue to grow and grow and there will be more opportunities there. Um, you, you kind of have the pie shrinking at both ends though. So you have, you know, pro sports from a consumption standpoint is continuing to go down, you know, pretty much across the board with some exceptions along the way. So people are, are finding other outlets and I think things like youth sports are, are certainly filling that gap. So I don't think it's ever going to surge to be on par with any of the, the, the big five sports, but it's going to continue to grow. Uh, absolutely.
0: Nice. Awesome. Well, thanks so much, Brett, for your, for your time. Really appreciate, um, you know, taking us through this. Um, you know, what's where's a place where people can get more information about the UCI events um, and all of that pieces or anywhere where, you know, some of our listeners can kind of look you guys up and see what you guys are doing?
1: Sure, yeah. I mean, first and foremost, the the Prospects Cup, we we just released our recap video from last year's tournament, Um, so it's out there, lots of information. We've got some exciting announcements coming up over the next weeks and months there. Um, uh, from an overall UCI Live standpoint, uh, we, we don't have a necessarily one clearinghouse where you can go and, and get all that information, but I'm um, happy to make myself available for anyone who wants to find out more information and ways to get involved uh, in the different events that we're doing. Uh, you know, the Hispanic community is, is of vital importance to Univision as a company, uh, and we know it's a great place for brands to reach these people through these events that we're doing.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah, thanks again so much, Brett. And we'll, we'll definitely have you back on maybe maybe a year from now kind of see where after this conversation, where that shifted and what you guys have implemented. Thanks, Nick. really enjoyed it. What a great episode with Brett. Thanks so much for your time. What I love about it is, again, looking at a a different side of sports than the professional teams, that's always great, but sports is so much bigger, and especially looking at esports and looking at something like youth sports, where, as Brett said, accessibility is the key. How accessible these things are with the streaming services opens it up to a brand new era of connecting with sponsors and being able to have those sponsors connect with sports fans. So amazing episode The Prospect Cup is the youth league that we chatted about, or the youth event. They just won the Synopsis Sports Award for Event of the Year for a Breakthrough Sport, beating out E-League in a few Red Bull action sports events. So congrats, Brett, on that. Uh, Really amazing, and that just shows you how big and passionate and and moving forward this space is. So I thought a lot of great insights there, uh, and a lot of great sort of looking at that niche side for sports teams. Youth sports is huge. Streaming of youth sports is huge. I I believe Monumental Sports uh, does a lot with their sports network on youth sports. If you can tap into that, that's huge. All right, so definitely think about that as a strategy. And that's it for this week's episode. Again, what an amazing episode. We have so many more guests coming up. Really excited for the next couple of weeks. We're getting some great content. And again, the overall goal of this podcast is to share that knowledge wealth with other people within the sports industry, my goal is to have as many sort of stories and tactics on audio recording so that everybody in the sports sponsorship industry, whether you're trying to break in or you're already a seasoned vet, can hear all of these different angles and we can grow sports sponsorship to a place where it really uh, can be a top, top advertising parallel or option uh, more than it already is. So please, the only thing I ask you is to share this share it with your friends, talk about these insights, reach out to me. Uh, if you know, you have, you all have any questions, but that's the really goal of this. So I'd love you guys' help and really appreciate your all time and listening. That's it for this week's episode. Thanks so much for listening and remember, keep pushing those limits on digital in the sports sponsorship row.